into deep left center from Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. Barr back to pass, pumps to the left, eight seconds left. He gets away from the pressure, fires to the end zone. It's caught! It's Greg Lewis! Touchdown! Oh my heavens! Greg Lewis, welcome to Minnesota! And a pitch bounce, right side, base hit. Here comes Gomez around third. There'll be no play. The Twins have won the Central. Three seconds, one second. The drought is finally over. Of disappointment and frustration has come to an end. A drive to left field and deep. A grand slam for Miguel Soto. 10 seconds to go. 24 23 Saints. Vikings at their own 39. It's third down. Three receivers right, feel, and left. Marshawn Lattimore, 12 yards from Adam. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay up. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Welcome to Shucking Sports. 2020 edition. 2020 edition. We're back. We're better. I didn't think it would be could be possible to be better after last semester. No. We crushed it in 2019. It's true. We got our listeners, I think. We got from I like think, three to six. And then back down. Them. And then probably back down to one or two. Yeah. I think we I think we spiked up when we started. It was all big. We had a website and stuff. We still have a website, just in case you're wondering. Shuckingsports.com. <laughs> uh, yeah. We did. We needed to kind of peak for a little bit in, like, early October. Yeah. And then... We had, like, 50 listens on one of our podcasts. We did. It's true. Almost 60 or the something. The first one. We could get back there. Yeah. I mean... Stickers. It's time. <laughs> it's coming. We talked about stickers... We did. ...all of 2019. Now it's time. 2020 knew us. Yeah. That's that's what Instagram influencers say. Yeah. <laughs> new year, new me. Uh, yeah. So, uh, last time we talked to you guys, the Vikings were still in, not sure if they're gonna make the playoffs. So that's how many sports have been. Spoiler alert: We did. We did. Congrats! <laughs> we got a fans. big win. Uh, beat the New Orleans Saints. Beat the Saints with the most accurate quarterback of all time. And we, most touchdown pass quarterback of all time. And Saints. best receiver currently in the NFL. And we beat him. The Saints in, just can't beat us in the playoffs. Like, that's just, like, yeah. the truth. Yeah, y'all heard of the Minneapolis Miracle? How about the, uh... I'm just content with beating the Saints over and over again in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> after, I'd like, after I'd like the, to do a little bit more than that. Yeah, this with this year, I knew we weren't going to go for it, like, super far. It was hopeful. I just I just couldn't see it. My beginning no. of the year prediction was I thought we'd make the wild card and lose. It was the beginning of the year you prediction. You were close. We made the wild card and won. We won. And then we lost to the eventual Super Bowl bound 49ers. Yeah. 49ers Chiefs, February 2nd. Can we talk Either. about the Vikings playing in that game? Yeah. I mean... Horrible. I mean... <laughs> The 49ers are obviously the better team. We yeah. I don't think that it was a matter of us playing bad. I think that it was a matter of them just being superior. I 
I mean, I can I, see that because it wasn't one of those games where it felt like we were playing, right. like playing bad. Right. But it was one of those games where it just felt like we couldn't do anything. Right. Because it's not like I mean, Kirk didn't have the best game of his life, obviously, but it wasn't like horrendous. Like it wasn't Bears Week Four. Yeah. Like that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Kirk earned. Seventy million dollars of his eighty-four million dollars this year. Do you think we signed him to an extension? Yeah, okay. I don't think. I think the do you Vikings think that are we, keep him. Do you think that we should? That's a different story. Um, I the draft class mm. with with which quarterbacks are going to be leaving college. I don't think we can get a. I don't think we can get a good. Pick, or a good quarterback with the pick we have. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Like, Kirk, I don't think right now with the team we have right now is the answer to Super Bowl. Yeah. But th- I don't. I we can't. We're not going to find a better quarterback. No, right now, if we were to get a quarterback currently in the NFL on the market, there's like, not a better. There's one. not a better quarterback that's on the market. Right. And if we were to draft one, uh. I mean, it's risky. Knowing what Kirk can do, it's a potential for, like, at least another playoff season, probably, like, an NFC championship team. Yeah. And if you can make it that far, like, anything could happen. Well, and look at the Titans. Yeah. We have a better roster than the Titans. We have a better quarterback than the Titans. Ryan Tannehill. Right. We have a better overall up-and-down roster than the Titans, and the Titans made it to the AFC championship game. Yeah, like their their highlight of their team is their running back, and our running back is like equal playing level, right? As him, right? Like, yeah. So the it's just it's just like the it's how you play in postseason and it's how you play in big games. Kirk is not like the best. He did not play bad. He went twenty one for twenty nine. Yeah, one hundred and seventy two yards. He did not play bad against bad. the 49ers. The first half was close. We were down four at half. On right. um, second half, we just could not. We just didn't score we couldn't either. get our run game going and at all. The defensive and backs. That, that's like, the thing. Like they shut down our running game. Yeah. I mean, Cook had, we had 21 yards of rushing total. See, it's one of those things where teams either they like shut down our run game and our pass games really well, or, or like or our. Um, or they shut down our pass game and our run game just dominates. Yeah. Except this team, they have the defensive power to shut down the run game against any team, and their defensive backs are incredible. Right. Like they sh- so they, they did really well against Derrick Henry this Sunday. Yeah. Like Derrick Henry had sixty nine yards or eighty yards. Maybe he finished with eighty. Yeah. But he had like sixty nine yards late in the f- in the fourth quarter. So. Yeah, so like they have the capability. I guess they weren't playing the 49ers, though. So that was huh. dumb. Don't forget I said anything. Oh, you were referencing <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, they didn't even play the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the the 49ers just have the capability. It's usually teams shut down one or the other against us. They just have the capability to focus on both. Well, they have the a top two. I think the Patriots were the number one defense, but the Niners were probably the second. Yeah, I mean, I mean... They have a really good defense. Their defensive front will stop any run game. Yeah. And their D-backs, I mean, they got Richard Sherman. Right. Like, are, he'll shut down... He's he'll shut down, He'll shut down any number one receiver on a, if he has a good day. And he usually has a good day. 
Right. So that's just kind of how their defense played. I mean, look at them when they played the Packers. The Packers looked like ground-up meat Worse on than the us. Field. They looked worse <laughs> than the Vikings. They could not complete a pass. They had one deep no. bomb. Like, their run game with Aaron Jones is usually incredible. I didn't even hear his name, I don't think. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo passed in that game six times. Eight times. Eight times. He's completed six. Six for eight. That's crazy. <laughs> There's all those memes that are like, when you don't do anything for the group project, yeah. but you still get an A. <laughs> like, Jimmy G, is their quarterback is the weakness in their team. But... I mean, well, he can hand off the ball. Rasheem well, Mostar had the game of his life. Yeah, and he twenty nine carries, two hundred twenty yards, four touchdowns. He's like, never he had, had a game like yeah, that he, before. Th- their running game hasn't been that good all season long. Like it's been a good running game, but it hasn't been that good. Yeah, they've been, they've been like they were an average offense this year. Right. Like their run game has never been spectacular, and their pass game has never been. They have good receivers, but their pass. That's why, like, their pass game is, like, probably is, like, top 10, I would say. But it's never been, like, spectacular any game. Yeah. But their defense just gives the motivation and, like, keeps the offense on the field, like, keeps getting them on the field, which is a game changer. Right. And I think that their offense is a little better than average. I think that... Yeah, top 10. Yeah. I'm looking. Um... They, they were the number four offense. Number so. four offense in yards. Right. And not. Well, in, I guess they were. They passing. were the number two rushing team. Were they really? Yeah, only behind the Ravens. So, did Mostert do really well this year? Yeah. Right. Well, they have. They have like three backs. Oh yeah. That are above average. I would say. None of them are great. None of them are, but they have the they best, have Mozart, Tevin Coleman, and Matt Burita. and all three of them are start have been starters. Right, like, right, and they were. I remember now that, that I think of this, they were, they were saying during the game that they've all kind of had like their moments of the season, like yeah, like Mozart is doing really well right now, so he's getting he was he's been getting a majority of the carries. But like, but Tevin Coleman had that five game stretch where he was on fire too, and so did Burita early in the year. Weren't they all three starters last year, or two years ago? Not Mozart. Mozart hasn't been. Okay. But Burita. Burita was. And Coleman. And Coleman was with the Falcons. Right. Because Mozart has been cut by six teams. Yeah. Yeah. And so. he had the such a good game. But yeah, um, who's your pick for the Super Bowl? Uh, 49ers and Chiefs. It's the matchup. Because it really is like the top uh, NFL offense against the top NFL defense. Like, it's a top three offense versus a top three defense. And, like, the Chiefs have a decent defense. Yeah. And the Niners have a pretty good offense. So, like, yeah. it's it's really – I think it's going to be close. I I think that the, the Chiefs win 20 – no, no, scratch that. 32 to 27. 
32 to 27. Chiefs. I think the Chiefs offense is just going to be too good for the 49ers. Because Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Lamar Jackson. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. We can... You can say that. I think I think that Patrick Mahomes is the best... Has a, Yeah, he's the best quarterback in the league. I think that Lamar Jackson is like... I think Lamar Jackson could be. But Lamar Jackson is like... He just had, he and I'm not saying he had a didn't have an unbelievable year. Mm-hmm. He had an amazing year. He is is gonna win. He should. He deserves the MVP. Yeah, and he broke the rushing record right. for a quarterback right. in a season. Right. And like he's, and he's a good passer. He's a crazy good passer. And yeah, like he, he brought the Ravens yeah, to the playoffs. He's so fun to watch. But I think that overall, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. And I think mm-hmm. that he's shown that this year because what was he hurt for four or five games this year? Mm-hmm. Four games. I think it was four. They haven't lost since. Yeah, like they're he's just he he's a game changer. I mean, I think I think that he's and it, like he, I don't think he's been in the 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 limelight this year as much because of how good of a season Lamar Jackson had. But you remember last year, like Lamar Jackson is I mean, last he's the year's, cover of Madden twenty. Right, La, Lamar Jackson is last year's. Or this year's Patrick Mahomes from last year. Yeah. Because Patrick Mahomes was getting this much media attention last year. Uh, Patrick, Mahomes, Matt, Patrick Mahomes last year, like, so so good to be on the cover of Madden 20. Yeah. And he only got better this year. Right. But Lamar Jackson, like, just took the spotlight. Honestly. Because he had a great year. He did. But that, I don't think that means that Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback. I think he is, because I think they're both pretty equal in passing. I think Mahomes is a better passer, but I don't think Lamar Jackson is far behind. And I think Lamar Jackson's still like a top five passer. I agree and with that. I th- and he's such a better runner, too, obviously. I don't think he's like far and away a better runner, though. Yeah. Because Patrick Mahomes can run the ball. I think he, can't. he can he can scramble for the five yards that he needs and no he's better than that <laughs> he's a better running quarterback than that but sometimes I think he's far and away I think a better passer than I think uh, maybe he's not far and away I think he he's a he's a couple steps above Patrick Mahomes as a passer yeah. or as Lamar Jackson as a passer and but I think he's a better game manager. I think that he is a he is more of a like he can change the game more than Lamar Jackson can. Yeah, I see that. He's definitely better at yeah, like taking control and being a leader, I think. Right. And I think he's a he just like has more football IQ, I think, mm-hmm. than Lamar does. He's just yeah. Yeah. Um But but also we ha- are seeing these two great quarterbacks. It's crazy. And, like, these two, su- like, they're both under 24 years old. Like, Lamar Jackson's, what, like, 21 or something like that? 22, maybe? Yeah, he's really young. Like, we're going to get, like, back-to-back Madden covers for, like, rookie quarterbacks, almost. Yeah. <laughs> Freshman quarterbacks. <laughs> it, I mean, yeah. it's And, yeah, so we're going to see these guys play for the next 15 years probably and it, think, I mean it's going to be fun you know the Madden curse yeah you think that's going to hit Mahomes in the Super Bowl 
<laughs> Hasn't hit yet. He's just, out for four games. Maybe that was his only yeah, curse. Yeah. It was funny. They were saying that this Super Bowl is the Madden curse against the Drake curse. Because Drake wore 49ers yeah. gear. Right. There's been like a Drake curse too. So yeah, Drake. Any team Which, that Drake like endorses, yeah, does whatever, not win. Whatever he wears, and so any cover of Madden, just like gets something goes wrong with them. Right. So which curse is gonna break earlier? <laughs> I, it hit Antonio Brown the hardest. Oh my god. The Madden curse. The Madden curse. Yeah. He got. Like it's the the company's made by Frostbite. He got Frostbite on his feet dirt before the season. He did, and then everything that happened with him. I don't even want to talk about him. Yeah, it's awful. Um, but yeah, I think Chiefs win the game. I think the Drake curse is more powerful than the Madden curse. <laughs> and just because you're starting quarterbacks out does not overpower the losing Drake curse. So I think the Chiefs win. I think it's gonna be. Let's go with. I want to say thirty-four to 28 what'd you okay. say 32 to 27 <laughs> <laughs> 34 28 all right um that's my prediction um it'll be a fun game we should put we should put money on it like make a 10 dollar bet and just like i mean but we both picked the same team well it goes by points yeah but Whoever's our points closer. are so similar doesn't matter so what if it's 33 to 27 then you win because you picked 27. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what if... Okay. We'll, we'll let them know next week. We'll yeah. figure it out. Because we yeah. have two weeks still. Yep. So. But yeah. Um, it was a good season of football for you, the Vikings. Do you think that this season was a success for the Vikings? Yes. You think so? Yes. All right. I think... <laughs> going into the season and the start of the season just the low expectations that everyone had everyone's like Kirk is a flop we need to take his money and kick him to the curb and um, just like looking at how the season was going to play out people weren't confident in Kirk they weren't like confident that Dalvin could stay healthy Like they weren't confident in our defense which was ultimately our downfall the secondary but even with all that, we still made the playoffs. And we still won a game in the playoffs. That's definitely a win for this Vikings team. That's not a Super Bowl caliber team. But making the playoffs was like was huge for this team. I think it was a big win this year okay. for the Vikings. Alright. I agree. I completely agree with you. I think yeah. that especially after the first like five weeks of the season, it did not look hopeful. I mean after week four against the Bears, I mean, that was our lowest point in a long time, I think. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I think so. I honestly, like, in three years, I mean, we looked awful in that game. Yeah. And so after week four, we 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 came back and... Everyone thought Diggs was going to leave. Everyone right. thought Thielen was going to leave. Yeah. Everyone thought Cook was going to get hurt. Yeah. Everyone thought... Like, we we're just going to waste $84 million on Kirk, and then, yeah. I think we definitely, it's worth it to re-sign Kirk. I think, I, I'm saying I, that. No, I completely agree. I'm, I'm <laughs> laughing because I had an argument with uh, one of my buddies okay. that, about this after 
the the loss last week to the 49ers and about how and and yeah tell me who's a better quarterback it, to pick up like nobody bridgewater yeah i mean yeah <laughs> like there's i the, mean he's a good quarterback like i'm not yeah like i said earlier kirk cousins i don't think is a super bowl answer like i think that he, a team with kirk cousins on it could make a super bowl if you build, built it right yeah if our if our defense if we plays had like our defense in did 2017 last, like last year or 2017 not even last year i think if we had our 2017 defense with this year's offense we'd be in the super bowl oh yeah we'd be a strong super bowl contender oh for sure i mean cuz we made it to the nfc championship game with case keenum as our quarterback yeah and so look at him flop this year right he <laughs> hasn't done anything since he left us and he didn't do anything before us. Yeah, and people thought it was really stupid, including me, to get rid of Case. <laughs> I was I was kind of mad about it, but then we got Kirk, and I was like, okay. I mean, he's pro- he's the best option out there. So he was he took second in like MVP voting in two thousand four or something. Not two thousand four. What year was it? Kirk. Yeah. Took second. I thought he's. I heard he took second in MVP voting some year. Twenty fourteen. Twenty. Yeah, not two thousand four. He's not (laughs) that old. I don't remember. Um. Yeah, but Kirk is Kirk could be a Super Bowl quarterback if you build build the team around. I I agree, and because right now you're you're not going to find anyone better. Unless, yeah, you're not going to find anyone better. Like, the team likes him, too. Like, he's a good leader, and he's good to have on the field. Yes. And he's a good passer. He is. Like, minus the first few games of the season, he was like, he never threw interceptions. He was a super accurate passer. The only interceptions he made was when, like, Diggs tipped a pass that he should have caught. And, like, he never threw a blatant interception that was his fault all year. He didn't have much time to get rid of the ball. Right. And he's definitely not, like, the best at scrambling. Right. But he's an accurate passer, and with how much time he had after every snap, probably lower than average in the NFL for how well he did, he's definitely a Super Bowl quarterback if you're, if the Vikings defense can make it back to where they were. And if we have Zimmer, I'm hopeful that can happen. The one thing that I would say about Kirk Cousins is that he's not a mobile quarterback. Yeah. And so we need to build our O-line to work with that. Because right now our O-line is not built for a non-mobile quarterback. Yeah. And And imagine how good Cook would have done this year if we had a better O-line. Like, he was... One of the best running backs in the league this year. Yes, he had a bad O line in front of him. Yes, like not a bad O line, but like definitely below average. Right, I agree, and I think that. Uh... Okay, let me ask you this: What would you do in the the draft? I'd pick a DB first. Yeah. Um. Yep. We literally every single game. And didn't complain about... It wasn't the O-line I complained about. It was the defense. It was the deep passes that Xavier Rhodes got burned on. The short passes that Trey Waynes got pass interference on every play. (laughs) Mike Hughes, like, just, like, 
not playing as like we were hoping he would. Yeah. Like, um, the one thing, yeah, the, and a lot of people argue that we should pick an O line, or uh, first round. And mm-hmm. the one, the, the interesting thing about that is, so after last year's draft, and I think that Garrett Bradbury was a good pickup. He's going to be a good center. Yeah. But the one thing that I found interesting is after the um, after the after last year's draft, I read this article that it's actually like there's been more late round drafted old lines that have done better than first round picks mm-hmm. of old lines. So like it really it's been like proven that it really doesn't matter very often if you pick a O-line first round or fifth round. Yeah. Like, there's, it, there's like, not a better chance that they're going to be good if you pick them first round. So, which is really interesting, I thought. Yeah, and the thing is, like, yeah, offensive linemen, like, I really don't think drafting an offensive lineman in the first round, there's obviously, like, one offensive lineman who's going to be, like, uh, worth a first round pick, but after but that, like, other than that, like they're all pretty, all right. like the ones that are worthy of getting drafted. Like, you never know how they're gonna do in the NFL. Right, and it talked about how, like, playing the O line in college is so much different than playing the O line in the NFL because mm-hmm. offenses are run differently. So it's gonna take like a year or two for an O lineman to get used to. And learn how to play in the in the NFL. Yeah, so. and with cornerbacks, that's definitely a thing. Like, it's not like one of those things where it doesn't matter where you draft them. Like, you can tell by their performance, like how they're gonna do. Right. And with the draft spot that we have, we're not gonna get the best cornerback in college, Jeff Okuda, or right. he's gonna go like third overall or something. I think we could get Trayvon Diggs though. I think we can even do better than that. I think we could get, um, what's his name, um, Xavier McKinney. Where's he from? Bama. Okay. He's, they're both, Trayvon Diggs and McKinney are they're on both this. From Bama. They're both from Bama. I think McKinney is, yeah, McKinney is ranked 21 on the overall draft board. Yeah. And Diggs is 25th. Okay. Um, well. Because I think Jeff Okuda and Christian Fulton, they're the both top gonna two, top 10. they're going to. I think Christian Fulton will fall to the middle of the pack, and if the Vikings are serious, they might try to trade up for him. Okay. Um, but I think we could definitely... This, this we're guy? definitely going to get a... Yeah, Christian Fulton. He's no number five guy. Trayvon Diggs is ahead of him in this guy's draft. Oh, I'm looking on the CBS yeah, Sports yeah, one. CBS Sports. CBS Sports has Okuda, Fulton, McKinney... Henderson and then Diggs. And honestly, with yeah. seeing all of them play this year, we're not going to get Okuda. Fulton is a stretch. And I think getting a cornerback from Bama, who's like one of the best cornerbacks, and like I've proven himself, like I think that's what our defense needs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I agree. I think that we definitely need a um, a quarter or a cornerback. Yeah. Because I would like to go into next season without Xavier Rhodes. I don't think that's going to happen because it's going to be hard to get rid of his contract. Yeah. But 
How many years does it have? <sighs> Two more, maybe? Oof. And it's, like, quite a bit of money. So, um... Well, yeah, because he's just like, I'm going to do super good, and then you guys are going to give me a lot of money, and then I'm going to flop on you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He was so bad this year. You watch, there's more highlights of him screwing up than highlights of him doing well. He has three more years. Oh, no. Well, and the next two, we would have to uh, cut, or we would ha- we would have uh, money left over. So if we cut him right now, we would have to pay him a lot of money. I don't exactly know how it works. I think, but I think Zimmer is smart enough to know that Rhodes is not the answer, <laughs> and that we need a cornerback. Because watching every game, we just lost games because we got burned. Yeah, that's the only reason we lost games. It's just because our defense could not stop the pass game for anybody. The short pass game. Our linebackers aren't incredible at covering, and our cornerbacks were probably worst in the NFL. Eric Kendricks wasn't bad. He had a pretty yeah, good year. But Anthony Barr's never been great at it. Right. And none of our cornerbacks were good. Yeah. But, yeah. We definitely, Zimmer is going to want to draft a cornerback in the first round. Is my thought yeah I I agree and then I think that we could take an O-line second round like any of like the big star key players like quarterback running back receivers like we don't need them right. which is good we're in a good spot with that right that's better than most teams other teams have to take like take big chances on players that do well in college and like hope they perform but we're in a good place having like the key elements that we need to score are good. Yeah. And the people that we need for, like, we we need to build our O-line again, whether that's adding one or two pieces to that. That's going to be hard to do. You can't just do that. In I game. think that the only person that we have to, um, oh, what's his name? Why can't I think of it right now? Um, I think that really we only need to replace one guy. Um, I can't think of his name. Uh, it's not not Bradbury. Bradbury's good. Elfline, I think, will be good. Yeah, he's from Ohio State. <laughs> um, He'll pick up. Riley Reef is not good. Yeah. So we need to get rid of Riley Reef. And Brian O'Neill had a good year, I think. So Bradbury, Alfine, and O'Neill are a good uh key piece to it. But we we need to get rid of Riley Reef. Yeah, I think Elfline was a really good pickup. Cause he's still really young. Yeah, this coming season will be his third year. Yeah. So like He's really young and he's played. And he's played really well this year. It it was like a, um, like a different year because last year he played center and then we picked yeah. up, we picked up Bradbury. 
so it was a little different for him because he had to move. Yeah, I think. Yeah, if we can get, if we can replace Reef on the offensive line, and we can pick up like, like a if, second if or we third can get a, If we can get a cornerback, <laughs> that can contend with every other team's best receiver, like we're we're Super Bowl contenders. I I agree. If we if and we if can our, get Kirk one more second in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> like just yeah. one more second will be way more productive on offense. Right. And that'll open up our run game option. Right. And that'll hopefully keep our offense on the field longer to chunk the clock. Right. And then we just need to shut down other teams' defense. Right. Obviously, how you win games. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it'll be an interesting off season. I hope the Vikings do it right in the offseason. <laughs> I think that Rick Spielman is really good at drafting. Yeah. So I think he knows what he's doing, hopefully. We've he, had really good drafts the past Right. He's past he's years, good like, at drafting. A Trey, lot of a like lot, even Trey Waynes, that was a good draft pick. Yeah. I'll, I'll, like he didn't he hasn't been proving himself as much as we hoped, but at the time when he drafted him, like that was a good draft pick. A lot of the people that are our core right now, we've drafted. Yeah. Diggs, the well, Thielen was undrafted. Yeah, we just but picked Diggs, him up. Diggs, Cook, Madison. And then picking up Irv Kirk. Smith, Kyle Rudolph, Everson Griffin, Linval Joseph. Well, Linval Joseph was not a, we didn't draft him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like Anthony Barr. The Eric pieces Kendricks. we have that'll help us win the Super Bowl. Right. So hopefully the Vikings can do it right. Um, hopefully you'll see us at the NFL Combine. <laughs> Trying to get some press passes to that with our with our uh, podcast here. We'll see if that works. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think we've the uh, we've really we got like twenty days until spring training. Yeah. Thank the That's Lord. That's exciting. Uh, we've made some moves since. Uh, last semester, uh, we picked up huge pickup of Homer Bailey and Rich Hill. Uh, got those December 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, Rich Hill, 40 years old. I mean, but he's been good. I mean, and he's been good in the playoffs for the Dodgers, which is, I think, what matters the most. He has a lot of playoff experience, but he's 40. Mm-hmm. So, but look at Nelson Cruz. I mean, we picked him up to hopefully get to the show this year, <laughs> which is what we need to do, I think. Yeah. And then Homer Bailey is like whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been good in the past. He was he was had good like three seasons for the Reds. Yeah. They gave him a big deal, blew out his arm. Hasn't been the same since. But yeah, I think he he's thrown like two no hitters in his career. Mm-hmm. And he was super cheap. Will be our fifth starter. I think he'll be a decent fifth starter. Yeah, we like to get old, washed up people. We do. <laughs> <laughs> True. Sergio Romo is my favorite. He's back. He's my favorite. Like re-signing him and Sano. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the thing. We signed Sano to a three-year extension. Yeah. That's huge. Um. Yeah. I think. Betting on Sano like that is big, and it's going to pay off. 
for sure. Cause it uh, he's gonna be a good player. And we got Nelson Cruz coming back. Like, and our biggest signing, Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson. We did it. We couldn't, made we, we made a big move we, that Twins fans like. We couldn't get any of the big name starters that we wanted, so we went after Donaldson and did it. I don't know how we convinced him to come to Minnesota. Yeah, I heard that Sano actually sent him a message. Really? Yeah. So, you know what's really funny? The Twins are still probably going to lose to the Yankees. Hey, let's not say that. <laughs> let's not say that. They it's, got Garrett Cole. It's January. <laughs> they got Garrett Cole. Let's see how this season plays out. I'm really excited for this season. If you liked our lineup last year, you're going to love it's insane. our lineup this year. We're going to break our home run record that we set last year. Polanco, Donaldson, Cruz, Sano, Kepler, Garver, Luis Arise, Eddie Rosario, Byron Buxton. With, and then we have Marwin Gonzalez coming off the bench. That's who nice. would be a starter on 20 out of the 30 teams. That's really nice, yeah. We start off with a Jorge Polanco single. Josh Donaldson <laughs> gets a triple, brings him in. Nelson Cruz just jams a home run up the up straight center There's field. There's 3 nothing in the first it's three, three at-bats. 3-0 in the first three at-bats. Miguel Sano hits a, <laughs> hits a solo shot. Kepler gets a double. Garver's going to hit go yard just because that's, <laughs> that's what Garv that's Sauce does. Six nothing. That's 6 nothing. That's 6 batters. Luis Arise is a single. He's always a single-double kind of guy. Uh, Eddie Rosario is probably going to strike out or get a single. The first out. There's He'll a first be out. a first out, yeah. yeah. Then Byron Buxton's going to... Inside the Parker. He's just going to get it back. <laughs> he's going to get it rolling again. Anywhere between a single and an inside the park home run. Yeah. And then we're starting at the top. It's still the first inning. One seven out. nothing. One out. That's how our year is gonna go. <laughs> Look at that. And then we'll go bottom first. It'll be like fourteen nothing at this point. Yeah. Bottom first. Get into a little bit of a jam. Get out of the first inning. We'll be up by like two runs. Yeah, fourteen twelve. Yeah. <laughs> first inning. Yeah. But I really. Need our pitching to do the well this year. <laughs> I hope that Barrios takes another step in the right direction. I'm glad we got Donaldson. I I would have rather had a star starting pitcher my, than here, Donaldson. Here's my prediction: is that sometime before July 31st, we make a trade for a starter, an impact starting pitcher. Do we have the cap? Yes. Well, yeah. We have we have so much money right now. Mm-hmm. We have tons of money to spend. And we have... Our minor league is so deep right now that we have the prospects to make a trade. Our too. prospects are incredible. We, yeah. They're really good trade value or just right. twins value. <laughs> right. And we have like... We probably have three prospects right now that I would not trade. Yeah. Three or four that I would say are off limits. But... After that, we and that's still like a ton of value. So there's a maybe lot. because they're prospects and they're like you think they're off limits. That makes them really good trade value. Yes. Yeah, and if a pitcher or a team is going to give up a big starter, like we hope that they will, 
they're gonna they're gonna want prospects back. Yeah. So I just can't get get over the fact that the Yankees have Garrett Cole now. <laughs> it makes me so sad. It is the worst thing that happened to me in the offseason. <laughs> I was so pissed. They gave him so much money. Are you surprised though? Not I'm, at all. Yeah. They have unlimited capital. Yeah. And <laughs> they literally can spend as much money as they want. Yeah. And they do. I mean And they do. I think oh if we don't get like if we can get that starting pitcher that we need, we are we're we're World Series contenders, like strong I, World we Series. We are right contenders. now. We are right now. Yeah. But like <laughs> it's like if we get that good starting pitcher, we're like guaranteed World Series contenders. Yeah. And I don't know unless the Yankees trip us up. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if we'll do that before the season starts. Yeah. I think that that'll be something that we do in season before the deadline. But are we really good at in season movement? We picked up Ro- Ro- Romo last year. That's a good pickup. I, I mean, was... and that's not huge, but it's something. Yeah. And, and like, to be honest, I don't really know. Because when have we been buyers at, at the trade deadline? Yeah. Like, the, except last year, and last year was the first year. But every other year since, like, the beginning of time, mm-hmm. we haven't been in a position to go out and buy. So. Yeah. I don't know. I think if we can get past the Yankees. We're golden. We're, we're it, on track for the World Series. Like, if we beat the Yankees, hopefully we don't have to play the Yankees in the first round <laughs> of the playoffs of postseason. But like we do I would, all the time. I would rather play them first round though. That's what I thought this year, this last year though. I was like, I'd rather play them first round. They don't have much momentum and like. But also, like, I'd rather <laughs> just get like just if we can beat them, I'd rather just get it out of the way. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'd rather play them first round than because if we play that, if we play someone else first round, beat them, go to the. American League Championship Series and play the Yankees. And if we win a playoff series, I will be so excited. That's, I need that. Right. <laughs> but then you go and play the Yankees and get beat. And then I would be crushed. Yeah. So. That'd be rough. <laughs> rather just get it out of the way first. And beat them. It'd be nice. Aaron Judge is literally everywhere in right field. Like, you can't hit it by him. Because he's so long. And he can hit the ball. And he can hit the ball. 200,000 feet. Yeah. (laughs) And then their pitching is just like, I don't know, they go deeper than the Twins. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. And their offense, like their starting lineup, like, I think Yankees and Twins starting lineup are, like, very even. I think picking up Josh Donaldson, like, maybe gives us the edge. But not, I think we're a top not by much top three lineup in the league right now. Really, I I think so. Even with the cheating Astros, yeah, <laughs> I I do think so. I think it, it's us, the Yankees, and the Astros. Top three lineups. Really, what about the Nationals? I think we're better. We have a better lineup up and down. They lost Anthony Rendon. They still have really good pitching. But I'm talking just just the lineup. Okay. 
just the lineup. Yeah. We have so offensively, uh-huh. we have a top three lineup in the bigs. Braves are good. Bra- I'm s i am I agree, yeah. yeah. But I think that top to bottom we're better. Yeah, I haven't seen a starting lineup for the twins look like this since ever. Since we lost to the Yankees in the first round of the playoffs, like eight years ago, when Mark Teixeira went off. Oh nine. Oh nine. Yeah. Something like that. I think we're better than that though. Yeah. Top to bottom, we're better. And you think about it, like we're not good one through nine. Like we're good like one through thirteen. Yeah. Like we have so much depth. We have. Gonzalez coming off the bench. He can play pretty much anywhere. And we use our bench a lot. Right. Like the Twins. And we have Adrianza, who's probably a, starts on a lot of teams. Yeah, it's nice that our depth, like, has started for the Twins. Right. Like, multiple times. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. So if some guy goes down or wants like a day it's not off. Like, it's a huge, like, a huge thing if that happens, yeah. Exactly. Because, like, our depth... They've all started on the Twins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely is true. I mean, and, like, to be honest, I think that Acevedo doesn't make the opening day lineup. No. I don't think he does. I don't think he should. I don't think he's that good. Bold bold statement, I know. Yeah. But I really, I just don't think he's that good of a baseball player. Remember when I predicted that he was going to be AL batting champ? <laughs> <laughs> he, he... He swings at everything. He swings hard at everything. So when he makes contact, it's a hard hit. Mm-hmm. But and he's he's not very good defensively. No, he's just kind of he's, he's fun. Just, he's an anomaly. Yeah, he's uh, he's not like crazy good defensively. Sometimes he'll make big plays and it'll be like yeah. on highlights right forever. Because he's a fun like, guy. He makes things fun. He's a good teammate. He. People like him, but he's, he's not just that. really sporadic. Right, like he always wants to be swinging. He's yeah. always gonna swing it. He has a ton of pitch. energy. Like, it's tons of energy, which is super good for the team. Even like, but also. But when we're this deep, when we're this deep, and we're like trying to win games, right. you don't want a sporadic player. Right. Like if if we had Osiru on the team in twenty sixteen, you know. When we lost a hundred games, that'd be fun. Yeah. Like then I'm like put him put him on the bench. Like mm-hmm. just give give the fans some entertainment. Put him in the lineup every day. Yeah. Like I mean, like seriously, like that's the kind of guy a losing team needs. <laughs> like like, but seriously, it, 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 I uh, it's funny, but like also, yeah. But like a winning yeah, he's world. On, he's a good guy for a team that wants to have fun and not win games. <laughs> like or you can have fun. Don't have a chance, so they need a little spark. Yeah. There's teams like, like the Timberwolves. Earlier in the season, it's like, they're just having fun, man. But then like, they suck at basketball. <laughs> right. And now, like it's not even like they're having fun. Right. So like. I guess yeah. is that a transition into Timberwolves? I mean, I guess so. Unless there's more baseball. Maybe we can talk about the Astros. You think they're going to take away their no. title? No. No? Never. No. They gave all the players immunity. So they're not mm-hmm. going to take that. They're not going to punish the players at all. They said if, if you talk, 
we'll pull, we'll give you immunity. So they're not going to punish the players. So they're not going to take the title away. Which I don't think they should. I don't think that. I And they've never, like, vacated anything. The MLB hasn't, ever. Like, the NCAA will take away, like, the Heisman Trophy. Like, Reggie Bush got his Heisman Trophy taken away. Mm-hmm. Like, they've taken away wins. But the MLB will never do that. They yeah. they banned Pete Rose for life, but he's still the hits leader. Like, his stat is still there. They're not going to take his hits away. Barry Bonds took steroids. They're not going to take his home runs away. Yeah. Barry Bonds true. will probably still, and I think should, make the Hall of Fame. So... I don't think he should make the Hall of Fame. I think, I think we've talked about this before. I think, we too. Have, I think they should because, yeah, I don't, want, I don't, I wasn't trying to get into this right now, so <laughs> we won't. Hall of Fame comes out in a few weeks, so we'll, we'll talk about it then. Yeah, but um, yeah, I they're just not they're not going to vacate anything. Yeah, you're right. I just want them to. <laughs> no, I honestly don't like when they do that. Because yeah. then it's like nothing happened that year. Right. It's just... Like they can't give the trophy to the Dodgers. Yeah. But like they. That's not they how it win. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they can't just switch it. Be Oh, the Astros cheated. So if the Astros didn't cheat, then obviously the Dodgers would have won. Like you can't say that. Yeah. Like the Astros still could have won. So. I saw things that they're like, should the Astros implement uh, um metal detectors as they walk up to the plate. <laughs> yeah, coming out of the dugout. See if they have buzzers on yeah. their chest. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's... Uh, it sucks. But, it... I hope nothing like that ever happens in baseball again. It just, it ruins the game. It's it stupid. It does. If you can pick up on signs and you can do that Without buzzers and without watching the that's part broadcast of the game. and without like yeah. cheating, like that's just part of the game. Right. And that's you're doing good, and the other team is needs to change something up if you're catching their signs and right. stuff. But if you're like actively cheating and watching the live broadcast and like picking up on everything, like yeah, you can go home and fly a kite. <laughs> No, I completely, I completely agree. I'm so against cheating. Barry Bonds. We can talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Hall of Fame comes out soon. And um, so mm-hmm. we'll be able to talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> it comes out tomorrow? They announce who the results of the election come out tomorrow. Like who made it? Or yeah. Like, ooh. And then they are inducted in July. Wow. So maybe tonight <laughs> is the night. Well, let's talk about after it happens. Next Monday, tune in. Yeah. We'll talk about it. But. Mm-hmm. What do you. Oh. You have to get a certain percentage to get in. What was it like? It's like 60 70 something. or 70. Yeah, the Hall of Fame is. Baseball Hall of Fame is, like, the biggest deal in sports, in my opinion. 75%. <laughs> yeah. Baseball Hall of Fame, the biggest deal in sports. It's big. It's huge. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Derek Jeter is going to be unanimous, I think. Oh, for sure. He's, yeah. 
And then when Joe Maurer's on the ballot, he won't be even though. Stats wise, they're pretty. They're like both even. <laughs> yeah, they, except team wise, they were. Derek Jeter's had more moments, which helps too. Yeah, and Big I and I, and I agree with that. I think that if you have, I think that when you're, if I was to judge Hall of Fame, if I was a Hall of Fame voter, I would not just look at stats. I would look at. What did they do in big moments? You know? Yeah, like, when you're in the postseason and right. it's the bottom of the ninth. Right. And, like, you guys have to score and you're, like, the first batter of the inning. Did you get, like, a single? Did you get a double right. get on base? So, like, did yeah. you hit in the game-winning run? How clutch like, are you? Can you play in big time? Because, right. like, it doesn't matter, like, no, how good you do if you can't perform in the postseason. Right. Right, exactly. And I think that's a huge part of what makes you a Hall of Famer. And the stats are a big part of that. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think Joe Maurer should be a Hall of Fame. In the Hall of Fame. And he never... Maybe like, fifth ballot. Right. He never really had that big of moments. I mean, no. like... I mean, he won, like, all the catching titles. Yeah, the MVP. And, like, like, he was an amazing player. I, like, don't get me wrong. He yeah, has never had, like, a big postseason moment. Just that he's on the Twins. Right. <laughs> the Twins just... They can't make postseason or if they do they just like can't beat the Yankees <laughs> yeah so he's more of like a postseason single hitter single hitter kind of guy oh, he was like a single hitter his entire career yeah <laughs> he didn't hit for power he only hit for power one season my favorite saying ever is Mauer power <laughs> remember when they brought that out <laughs> yeah when he hit 29 home runs one year and then never got more than, like, 15 again. Yeah. But, hey, he's still probably one of the best twins of all time. I've seen him hit, I think, five home runs in person. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, tune in next week. Uh, I think we're out of time. Be close. Yeah, Timberwolves lost, lost tonight. Um, not much to talk about with not them. Not much to talk about with them. Maybe They're, maybe in the next couple of weeks we'll make some trades. The deadline uh, is keep, coming up. Keep an eye on D'Lo. Yeah. Um, beginning of February uh, is the trade deadline. Yep, just got Alan Crabb. Got rid of Teague, finally. Finally got rid of Teague, which is really good for the team. February 6th, we got two and a half more weeks. Mm-hmm. Just watch what's happening. Week. We'll report next week right. if anything's changed. Have a good week. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Oh, yeah, Dale. <laughs> I got to give you a shout-out. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being so loyal. We love you. Peace out.